Hi, this is JC Hurtado Prater. Today we are in the fourth week of our series entitled 2021, A Focused Life. The title for our episode today is The Mamba Mentality. Stay tuned for episode number 14 of JC Talks, a leadership podcast. Thank you so much for joining me again this week for JC Talks, a leadership podcast. Uh, I want to encourage you, if you're finding value in this podcast, to share the uh, share the word, to subscribe, tell your friends about it, uh, send it to them through text or email, however you communicate. Uh, thank you for spreading the word about this podcast. We are in a focused life series right now. I'm very excited about this. Next week, we're going to talk about the life and times of Tom Brady. Perfect timing. We'd planned this long before uh, Tom Brady's going to his 10th Super Bowl, but there's nobody to kind of wrap this series up with. Uh, no one better to wrap this series up with than to talk about uh, the focus of Tom Brady. But today's a very special edition. Uh, we're talking about Kobe Bryant, um, his passing. Uh, was just last year on the day I'm recording this, which is today, uh, January 26th. It was a year ago, and and it uh, it left a real imprint on our hearts and minds. So today we're going to talk about the Mamba mentality. I'm sure you remember where you were the moment that you heard the tragic news of Kobe Bryant's death one year ago today. My team and I were getting ready to head to the platform when one of the team members looked down at his phone and blurted out the words, Kobe Bryant has died. None of us believed him until we were able to check our own phones later that morning. CNN's website posted in all capital letters, maybe you remember this, in large, bold print, Kobe Bryant is dead. It took hours for the news to set in. The world was shocked in a state of disbelief. As the news continued to drip that day, the, re the reality became worse. In total, nine people perished in a horrific helicopter crash that claimed the lives of Kobe and his beautiful daughter, Gianna. To say we were collectively overcome with grief is an understatement. It was one of those moments when the world seemed to stop dead on its revolution. A friend of mine who lives in Los Angeles said that that day felt like September 11th. And if you live in the USA, you know that that's in reference to 2001, the horrific attacks on the World Trade Center and the Pentagon. The city of angels fell to her knees in grief and the world followed. Now, of course, Kobe Bryant is not the first global celebrity to pass away tragically and all too soon, and he won't be the last. However, there was something about him that just seemed otherworldly. He defied expectations. He, he had overcome setbacks, personal and professional. His career was filled with successes. You've probably read a, a list of his accomplishments. Five-time NBA champion. Two-time NBA Finals MVP. 
NBA Most Valuable Player of the Year in 2008, 18-time NBA All-Star, four-time NBA All-Star Game MVP, 11-time All-NBA uh, all uh, First Team, nine-time NBA All-Defensive First Team, three-time NBA All-Defensive Second Team, uh, NBA Slam Dunk Contest Champion in 1997, NBA All-Rookie Second Team, 1997 his jerseys number eight and number 24 were retired by the la lakers he was the naismith prep player of the year in 1996 and going all the way back again to 1996 the mcdonald's all-american a very successful uh, athlete as a nation we witnessed the evolution of a man we came to respect love and adore he entered the rarefied realm of basketball greats like larry bird magic johnson and michael jordan kobe became an integral part of the fabric of the american way of life an institution many young men and women could look to for leadership strength and the example of athletic excellence even though his career was over we wanted his presence with us for many many years to come we watched him over the years become a model father, businessman, and citizen in his post-NBA time. In partnership with Jeff Steibel, he founded Bryant Steibel, an investment firm worth $1 billion dedicated to investing in new and progressive products and brands. Most importantly, he created the Mamba Academy a 100,000 square foot facility in Thousand Oaks, California to train up up-and-coming young athletes. He spent his time coaching his oldest daughter, Gianna, on her quest to become a dominant ball player. He was living his best life. Unfortunately, a life cut short on Sunday, January 26, 2020. Yet the life and memory of Kobe Bryant will live on for many years to come. He lived a life that surpassed the years he was allowed on planet Earth. His level of personal greatness transcends time and space. So the question is, what set Kobe apart from mere mortals? And the answer, as we know, was the Mamba mentality, which leads to another question. What exactly is the Mamba mentality? And the best answer can be found in the words of Kevin Durant, power forward for the Brooklyn Nets. Here's what Kevin had to say. I never wanted to be like Kobe, but I always wanted to have that laser focus that nothing was getting in the way of what I wanted to do out on the floor. And that's what I think the Mamba mentality is for him, Kobe. It was just like whatever I wanted to do, I'm going to put my mind to it and just do it. We all, no matter if you played basketball or not, if you watched and knew who Kobe Bryant was, you took that from him. His mindset, just, just everything about him, just touched so many people around the world. Those are the words of Kevin Durant. The Mamba mentality is about mindset, a laser-focused mindset of pursuing whatever you are pursuing with absolute focus and discipline, letting nothing stand in your way. To take it a step further, CBS sports writer James Herbert writes the following, and here's what he had to say. The Mamba mentality, I, I love this definition by James Herbert. The Mamba mentality is about obsession. 
It is about prioritizing your professional goals over having a normal, balanced life. It is about playing without fear, mastering your craft, and 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 want, wanting not only to win, but to dominate. This is the Mamba mentality. Obsession. Goals over a balanced life. No fear. Mastering your craft. The desire and will to dominate your field. While this mentality is not for everyone in my study of high-performing individuals, the Mamba mentality is the one constant in the highest performers in any field. These individuals may not call it the Mamba mentality, but the characteristics absolutely exist. Unrelenting focus in one direction, allowing nothing, absolutely nothing to stand in the way. That being said, here are the 17 traits of the Mamba mentality as taken from the book Mamba Mentality written by Kobe Bryant. I highly recommend you to get this if you're an athlete out there today. If you're in any kind of sport whatsoever and you're trying to perform at the highest level, I highly recommend you get this book, The Mamba Mentality. In this book, Kobe gives a lot of practical advice for athletes. And so what I try to do is, is to take the lessons out that can be applied to almost anybody. But if you're an athlete today, this is a book you need uh, to read. So I highly recommend you get it. So let's go through the 17 uh, traits. Uh, and as we go through them, if, if there's anything I want to add to it, you know, then we'll do that. But, but I want to get through these because I think th these are very important. If you want to have the Mamba mentality, obsession, goal focused, no fear, mastering the craft, uh, the, the desire and will to dominate your field. These are the 17 uh, traits of the Mamba mentality. Number one is this, no fear, no fear. You're not scared of anything. Or if you are, you don't let it stop you, right? You keep pressing forward. I, I want to say something about this as well. I watched something on Instagram a little bit earlier. It was off of Lewis Howe's um, Instagram page. And, and he showed an excerpt from an, inter an interview he did with Kobe Bryant where Kobe talks about this, this confidence that he had. And he dates it all the way back to when he was a kid. He was out... Uh, he, he wasn't very good when he first got started, but he knew that this is what he wanted to do. And obviously he had some raw talent, but he definitely was not one of the best kids when, when he first got started. So he's out practicing or playing something along these lines. And his dad comes up to him and his dad says these words to him. He says, son, I want you to know whether you score zero points or 60 points, I love you no matter what. And he said that right there gave him the foundation where he said, that's all I needed to hear. And he was going out and he said, screw the, screw the zero points. I'm going for 60. And I think there's a real leadership lesson. There's certainly an issue for, or a lesson for those of us who are parents. There, there's something about providing a, a solid foundation where somebody knows uh, I'm loved no matter what, I'm accepted no matter what. Um, this is a safe environment for me. When somebody begins to feel that, then they have this, uh, they have this desire to succeed. Or if that desire is in them, it can be expressed more fully. They can create more fully. They can innovate more fully because they know that the foundation is set for them. They are accepted. They're loved. They're embraced. 
for who they are. So I think as leaders, this is a leadership podcast. Obviously, your team, your work environment is not a family. It's not the same thing as you being a dad. But in that same uh, in that same vein, I would encourage you. I would encourage you to set a safe environment. And I don't know how you do this. You have to figure that out for yourself, but set a safe environment where people can uh, thrive, where they can uh, 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 really succeed. And, and, and to really succeed means you've got to have some room for failure. And so when Kobe Bryant said, I love you, what he was saying is whether you get zero or 60, man, you're my son and I love you. And so what Kobe knew is that no matter what happens from here on out, if I fail or if I succeed, I've got the love of my father. That gave him the determination. That gave him uh, the, the will to go out there and succeed. And I think there's a huge lesson in there for you and for me. If we want to have team members who have no fear, we've got to provide that safe, empowering environment where they can spread their wings and fly. That helps to give the mamba mentality, okay? So for you and for me, it's about having no fear. And how do we do that? We've got to be in some kind of a safe environment. And we as leaders have to provide that safe environment for those uh, who work for us, those who are on our teams. No fear. Number two, a tireless work ethic. I don't have to say anything more about that. Number three, insane workout. Uh insane workout habits. This probably applies uh, more to athletes, but for the business leader, the correlation is to know. So for you uh, as a leader, the correlation between Kobe and his insane workouts is for you to know the fundamentals of your sport, quote unquote, whatever your sport may be, and spend an insane amount of time working on the fundamentals, whatever they may be. So if you're in sales, Maybe it's and really we're all in sales, right? At some point or another. But but if you're in sales, it's understanding how do you do this and and uh, how do you sell better? How do you send a better email? How do you send? Uh, how do you make better phone calls? And so you practice that. You you know you you listen to to podcasts that that talk about sales. You read books that talk about sales. You you get out there and 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 you just uh, you just do it. You practice it right? And you do it in your off time. You're thinking about in your off time so you can become a better salesman, you know, during your work hours. Uh, so that same, if, if, if you're a leader, then you study the leadership materials you need to study and, and you work on getting better as a leader. You, get, you work on becoming more empowering, uh, understanding your mindset so you can understand the mindset of the people uh, you lead. So it's just about going at it 24-7 as much as you can. That's the Mamba mentality. Again, this isn't for everybody, but it might be for somebody out there. Number four, the desire to be the best, not your best, but the best. That's the Mamba mentality, the desire to be the best, to dominate your field. So this isn't just saying I'm going to wake up every day and have a mediocre, good life, pay my bills, have a nice little home, go on vacation for two weeks out of the year. This is saying I'm going to dominate my field, right? So whatever field you're in, if you're a teacher, you say I'm going to be the best teacher in 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 my school district if you're a um if you're a salesman saleswoman i i'm i'm gonna be the best salesperson uh in in my region uh if you're a pastor i, I don't, i'm gonna be the best pastor the best ministry leader uh in my county in my city if you're uh, if you're a doctor i'm gonna give the best care out of any doctor 
I'm going to dominate this field. I'm going to be the best. People are going to want to come to me because I provide a great service. The list goes on and on and on and on. It's not about just being your best. It's about being the best to dominate the field. This absolute focus, this mamba mentality. Number five, start early. Start earlier than everyone else. Kobe got in. He was uh, known for this. Got in three workouts a day because he started earlier. His first workout was at 5 a.m. His next one was like 11 or 12. And his last one of the day was from 6 to 8 p.m. Uh, so the lesson is, and he talks about this in the book, he, he was able to start. Some people rolled out of bed about 7, 8. 9, 10, got to the gym by 11. And, you know, they may have had a good workout. They got, you know, two workouts in a day. He got three in a day uh, because he started early. So uh, so start early. He also talks about in the book, um, he talks later on about showing up before everyone else. Make sure that, that you're the first one, uh, first one in the building. Number six, the details matter. Excellence is found in the details. Kobe speaks a lot about that. It's not just about the big picture items. Uh, the devil truly is in the details. Success and greatness is truly found in the details. Number seven, train the body and the mind. Or for those of us who are more, um, more into our minds, do more mind work, train the mind and the body. They work together, right? So if you're more of a physical person, make sure you're training the mind. If you're more of a, a mind person, if your profession is more mind-oriented, make sure that you're training the body as well. Number eight, total obsession means everyone around you will sacrifice for you and for your dreams. Everyone around you will sacrifice for you and for your dreams. Those you love and care about must know where your focus and obsession lie and be willing to accept it, embrace it, and empower it. This is one of the keys for the Mamba mentality. If you're not careful, your absolute obsession and focus on whatever it is that you're focused on could get you in trouble. The people that you love and care about, they may not know and understand it. And, uh, you know, it causes divorces. It causes bad relationships with kids. All of this, all of this could happen. So my, my advice to you, and I think this is what Kobe would say if he were here, is you got to communicate that. They need to know that about you. If, if you're not married yet and you're getting ready to get married or get into a long-term relationship, make sure that the person knows where your obsession lies because they're going to have to sacrifice for it. Uh, I would submit to you that Kobe Bryant surrounded himself with people who helped him uh, on his path to be the greatest, uh, to be the greatest. Number nine, ask a ton of questions. Learn from everyone. If you know anything about Kobe Bryant, you know that he asked questions of everybody. He even says in the book, probably to the point of, uh, of getting on some people's nerves. He was always asking questions, always trying to learn a little bit more about, uh, uh, about his game and about what, he was, uh, about what he was trying to do. Number 10, stop thinking, just do it. Stop thinking just do it. A lot of times we think and think and think and think and plan and plan and strategize and strategize and strategize and strategize. What he's saying is stop thinking, get out there and make it happen. Do it. Number 11, take naps and then get, and then get back at it. Uh, one of the things I saw in, in, in the book, it, it seemed like, and I'm sure that Kobe didn't do this every single day, but it seemed like he was up 20 hours of the day between his workouts and being a parent, between uh, watching game and doing all this stuff. It seemed like he just went 20 hours a day, but he talked about, he, he did go a lot. Uh, I don't know if he went 20 hours a day, but, but he took, and then there are other videos I watched where he talks about the importance of sleep. So 
Uh, I'm not sure what his daily schedule looked like, but he, he did talk about the, the importance of when you have a chance, get that catnap in. If you're tired, take a little bit of a catnap and then get back at it. Don't lay down for two or three hours and, you know, and, and exit the game for that day. You, you got to take your nap. You got to get yourself better and then get back at it. Number 12, breakdown is just as important as setup. Most people focus on warming up for the game. The greats give as much time and attention to the necessary cool down and recovery. I think this one's really important here. A lot of us with whatever it is that we do, we're all about the warm up and, you know, setting up and getting ready, getting ready, getting ready for the big game, the big presentation, whatever it may be. But he's and you see this with other greats as well. Michael Jordan, Tom Brady. They spend just as much time on the cool down as they do uh, as the warm up. So for us, uh, those of us who are leaders, maybe in more of a uh, thought leadership space, or we're leading people, we have to use our mind more. Uh, at, at the end of the day, it, it's important for us to reflect on, on the day we just had. Every day is a game day for you if you're a manager on the floor, if you're a leader on the floor, right? But it, it's important that at the end of the day, it's just an idea I'm throwing out to you for you to stop and journal. Just take 15, 20 minutes and write your thoughts down, what you did well that day, what you could do better, uh, lessons you learned along the way. That may be important for you uh, and for me. Number 13, your routines may change. Your obsession never does. The translation is simply this. The strategy may change, but the vision remains the same. That doesn't need much explanation. The strategy may change, but the vision remains the same. Where you're going, the destination, that that never changes, but you may change up how you get there from time to time. You may, well, this didn't work and this strategy is not working. This mission didn't work and that didn't work. That didn't work. But the vision always remains the same. That, that's how you remain focused on where you're going. Uh, stop changing out the vision. Uh, keep the changes for the strategy. Number 14, gather a team of high-performing all-stars around you. You are, this is very important, you are the sum of the people you surround yourselves with. It, it, this is something that paralyzes me, uh, almost dead in my tracks. The people I spend the most amount of time with, I'm going to be the sum of those five people, okay? Uh, the same goes for you. Surround yourself with high-performing all-stars if you're going to be a high-performing all-star as well. Number 15, who your mentors are says a great deal about your future. There's that great saying, show me your friends, I'll show you your future. I, I'd, I'd step up and say this, show me your mentors and I'll show you your future. The people that you're looking up to, the people that you're allowing to guide you, uh, whether they be out there in, in, in the bigger world, you know, that you know through the internet or through YouTube or whatever, or maybe they're people that you know in your life. Your mentors, your mentors say a lot about who you are. Kobe looked up to the greatest players in the arena of sports, Jerry West, Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Bill Russell, uh, Byron Scott, Phil Jackson. He spent a lot of time with those, and, and he mentions all of those, those men um, by name in his book and the lessons that he learned from them. Uh, show me your mentors, and I'll show you your future. N number 16, play through the pain. Never let external circumstances influence your inner drive. Uh, inner drive. If you've done all you can to do, if you can, if you've done all you can do to alleviate the pain, get back in the game and play. That's very important. He talks about there were some times he was sick. There were some times that his, uh, you know, a finger got busted up and he just went back there and got it fixed up. And 
when he found out that there's nothing more that they could do to help him, he just said, I got to get back in the game. So the same, same can be said for you. Play through the pain when you can. Number 17, trait, the 17th trait of the mama mentality. Be real. Be authentic. There will always be people who do not like you. Just be you. Stop trying to please everybody around you. All right. That, that's really important for you. That's really important for me. Be who you are. Be who God made you to be. Years ago, I heard a gentleman talking about Navy SEAL training. He shared that the training, while physically grueling and exhausting, could really be accomplished by anyone for a day or two. What separates the Navy SEALs from everyone else is their willingness to train at that level for days and weeks and months on end. The same can be said of the Mamba mentality. Everyone can have the Mamba mentality and subsequent actions for a day or two. It is the sustained obsession and focus that separates the Mambas from the rest of the population. The ability to remain on purpose and on focus, and as we discussed last week, the ability to, to continually say no to everything, literally everything that stands between you and your desired outcome, and to say no for days, weeks, months, years, and decades. This takes an unmatched level of courage and discipline few are willing to sustain. This is the Mamba mentality. Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, Larry Bird, every field has them. The greats that stand taller than the rest, the ones who are willing to obsess and focus on one thing until they're able to see that thing come to fruition time and time and time again. Now, yes, I know. This philosophy of the Mamba mentality takes the idea of focus to a, an entirely new level, a level most are not willing to ascend to. We have too many distractions and obligations, yet I want you to understand this because you may be out there and say, man, I want to focus my life, but there's no way in hell I'm going after the Mamba mentality. No way. There's too much involved in that. I want you to understand this. The proof is in the pudding so to speak. The price of greatness, the price of greatness is, well, great. The level of your focus determines the level of your life. Before we end the podcast today, I want to say this, our hearts and prayers go out to Vanessa Bryant and her entire family and ecosystem. Thank you for sharing Kobe with us. We learned a great deal from his life and focus. We will continue to learn from the life and excellence of Kobe Bryant. We grieve with you. We stand with you. We wish you all good things. Thank you so much for joining me today on JC Talks, a leadership podcast. I'm looking forward to next week as we wrap up this Focus Life series, as we talk about the focus of Tom Brady. Join me next week on JC Talks, a leadership podcast. Take care. 